0: Hi, guys, and welcome to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the events of the weekend ending Friday, April 28th, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering the latest CPI numbers for Australia that we re- that were released this week. We'll also take a look at US GDP for the first quarter of 2023. And lastly, I'll look to touch on some US earnings result from this week, including the likes of Alphabet, Microsoft, and Amazon as well. So let's get into it. This week saw the release of Australia's quarterly CPI numbers, which showed that inflation in Australia rose by 1.4% in the March quarter. And when we factor this latest quarterly CPI number into the last 12 months, it takes the annual rate of inflation in Australia to 7%. And this has come down from the last time that the quarterly CPI number was reported in January, where the, the headline annual rate was 7.8. So headline annual inflation has come down from 7.8 to to 7 percent as of the 31st of of march and more importantly though the trimmed mean inflation which is the rba's preferred measure of inflation which basically excludes uh larger sort of price rises and and, and falls and gives it gives a more accurate reading so this trimmed mean inflation, it rose by only 1.2% in the quarter. And it take, this, this latest quarterly print takes the annual rate to 6.6%, which is down from 6.9%. So this will definitely help support the, the case for potentially the, the RBA to, to pause when it meets next week. Looking at some of the drivers of inflation this quarter, as we know inflation can broadly be broken down into two categories so we've got goods inflation for example the the price of groceries and and retail goods and then you've also got services inflation so this is things such as you know insurance premiums uh real estate agent fees and uh, things like this and this quarter we saw goods annual inflation it it eased uh after two years of of steady increases which is good to see so it's eased from 9.5 percent to 7.6 percent and this was mainly due to some discounting on on furniture appliances and and clothes in in the march quarter as well as some lower automotive um fuel prices as well Uh, Services annual inflation, on the other hand, a a very different story, and it is proving still very, very sticky. And services inflation, it it recorded its largest annual rise since 2001. So this is mainly driven by higher prices for holiday travel, medical services, rents, and, and, and restaurant meals as well and looking at this this latest quarterly cpi number it also confirms the indexation rate that's set to be applied to student help loans um, previously hex loans which will apply on june 1st and the the rate of indexation is set to be 7.1 so quite a high number there i was actually talking to my my partner about this last night and she's recently finished her, her law degree last year and she's just finished her professional legal training more recently, and uh, so she's got quite a, a hefty outstanding help loan. So naturally, was was not happy when, when I told her uh, about the the rate of indexation set to take place this year. And it, it's it's highly unlikely we'll see inflation this high again for for some time. So this year's indexation is is very I guess abnormal, um, but rather sort of nasty, uh, a rather nasty sort of anomaly and there have actually been a few finance commentators calling for the government to look at capping the indexation rate this year at three or five percent in the the may budget but i suspect these sort of um calls will, will be will fall on on deaf ears looking at some us gdp numbers for the the us economy now which we got on thursday and we saw real GDP, so after inflation, it increased in the March quarter uh, by 1.1%. And this came in below economists' expectations of the US economy where they had predicted uh, an increase of, of 2%. And I'll, I'll note too that this is just a, I guess, they refer to it as an advance estimate for, for the quarter GDP, which I guess uses incomplete data. So essentially they, they do revise this release two more times so over the course of the next month. So there's also a second estimate and then a final estimate over the course of the next couple of months. But I mean nevertheless, like it, it is sort of a, a, a low GDP number. Was relatively expected that the you know the GDP output in the US was set to slow this year. And it really does suggest that the feds um, you know rate hiking over the last 12 months, uh, you know, to fight inflation is really beginning to, to take effect. And, you know, as we, as we know, we, since March last year, we've seen that the US central bank lift the policy rates by about 5% um, over the last 12 months. And this has really, this lagged effect is continuing to, to affect business output in, in the United States economy. Looking at some recent earnings results in the us from this week we saw the likes of alphabet and microsoft report earlier in the week and then more recently we've had amazon uh, report after the market closed last night on thursday and i mean these big us tech companies uh, among other sort of big tech companies were were really expected to produce little growth in, in the last three months Uh, To March and this is really due to these results being compared to the the really strong start that these companies had in 2022 and uh, As well as sort of the spending slowdown that that's hit many parts of their their businesses Surprisingly earnings results this week for Alphabet and Microsoft's core businesses held up a lot better than expected in in this quarter And it's it's actually pushed their their shares a a lot higher and uh, it's also they've also brought up their, i guess they rival sort of tech companies that the share prices of those as well who who've also who are also set to to report their earnings later this week so if we look at alphabet which is google's parent company they reported total revenue increased by 3% to us 69.8 billion in in the quarter and this beat analyst expectations of us 68.9 we look at Microsoft, they also reported on Tuesday their revenue was up seven percent to US 52.9 billion, beating forecasts of 51 billion. Their net income also rose nine percent to US 18.3 billion versus forecasts of US 16.6 billion. So significantly sort of beat their the the market, I guess, market analysts' expectations there. Microsoft, they they reported after the market had closed on Tuesday and their shares jumped more than 9% in in after hours trading. And since reporting their results on Tuesday, the the share price increases sort of continued and they're trading about 10.6% higher this week. Amazon also reported uh, better than expected revenue. So they reported on Thursday, uh, revenue for the quarter, 127.4 billion versus analyst expectations of 124.5 billion. And the result came after the market had closed, but looking at after hours trading right right now, the share price initially lifted uh, but this has subsided uh, a little bit as we, we had some they had some executives sort of speaking after the after the result uh, and they sort of raised concerns of some ongoing weaknesses in their their cloud business so uh, AWS uh, Amazon web services. In terms of a market route for the last week, we saw the ASX 300, it's up a bit over 1%, 1.02%. The US S&P 500 to Thursday is, is quite flat. I think it's up just over 0.13%. Euro stocks 50 is down 0.61%. The UK FTSE 100 is down 0.9% for the week. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong down 2.73. And the Australian dollar is down 1.7% to around US 66 cents. Looking to next week, there'll be a spotlight on two major interest rate decisions handed down by two central banks, being the Reserve Bank of Australia and as well as the Federal Reserve in the United States. So especially after the recent inflation data that we received this week in Australia, it'll be interesting to see what the how the RBA interprets that interprets that. And then in the United States, it's been close to two months now since we've had a, a Fed interest rate decision. I think the consensus is for is still for a 0.25% lift in US interest rates. But uh, we, we still ne- never know it at this point. Earnings season also continues next week with the likes of Atlassian and Apple reporting their results for the first quarter of 2023. So I'll definitely look to bring you the results from from their earnings as well. Uh, That's all for this week guys. Uh, I also wanted to mention that this is the 14th episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap and something that I've been running for the last three months now. So I just thought I'd give those listening the the opportunity to send in any queries or feedback that they they may have about the podcast uh, thus far. Anything you you might want to hear more or or less of or even if there's a a concept you'd like me to to explain on, on next week's episode, I'd be happy to do that you can email me at mitchell.kelsey at atlaswealth.com. Thanks for listening guys, cheers.